Good morning. Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021. The greatest debacle in all of Jewish history, building and worshiping the golden calf in our Parsha Kisisa, is the impetus for perhaps the most helpful healing aspect of Jewish theology. After Moshe's intercession, God doesn't only forgive the Jewish people for this terrible sin, God teaches us the process of teshuva, repentance, to be forgiven for future sins against God and against each other through asking forgiveness, compensation for the damage that we caused, expressing our regret at what we did, and sincerely committing not to repeat our mistake. That in itself is a tremendous message. Our greatest downfall creates the tool that helps us overcome it for all time. In the throes of every downfall, national or personal, we should look for what tool for a better life will this experience create for us. The Torah describes how God went so far as to teach us to demonstrate for us how to go through this process for sins against God with prayer and introspection through reciting the Yud Gimomidos, the 13 attributes of God's mercy, the famous prayer, Hashem, Hashem, Kel, Rachum, V'chanun, God, merciful God, compassion, gracious, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, etc. A famous prayer. We say this prayer on Yom Kippur when we're asking God for forgiveness and atonement. And the Talmud tells us something about this prayer that is shocking. Rabbi Yochanan teaches us that God himself, so to speak, wrapped himself in a talis like a shliach tzibur, like the one who is leading the prayers on behalf of the congregation. And he demonstrated to Moshe saying this prayer in order to receive forgiveness. And God says to Moshe, anytime Israel sins, let them recite this prayer and I will forgive them. This prayer is our secret weapon. And especially at Ni'ilah, as Yom Kippur is coming to an end, we repeat this prayer, Hashem, Hashem, Kel Rachum V'chanun, over and over. Because God promised, let them recite this order of prayer before me, and I will forgive them. But the Imre Bina tells us there is a condition. A condition to this promise, a condition that at this moment 
is tenuous for most of us and therefore requires special emphasis today. Rabbi Yochanan taught in the Talmud that God wrapped himself in a talis like a shliach tzibor, like one leading the prayers on behalf of the congregation. In order to achieve this forgiveness, our prayer to God must be like the prayer of a shliach tzibor, which is a prayer for the entire community. The Shliak Tzibor praying on behalf of everyone does not pray only for his own needs and wants and problems. He prays for the needs and wants and problems of everyone. It's very difficult for us to do that. Especially if I have a problem, if I have a lack, a need, it's normal for me to focus on that. And when I'm focused on my problem, how am I supposed to think about the needs of others? It's hard. But that's what a shliach tzibor does. That's what one who leads the congregation and offers the prayers on behalf of the entire congregation. And that's the prayer that God is looking for. That's the prayer where God says, when we offer it in that manner, we are promised it will be effective. And that's a challenge for us. Especially now that most of us are not able to pray in a synagogue. And so we don't have the frequent reminder of that shliach tzibor, that person praying on behalf of all of us. Especially praying at home, it's easy for, uh, easier for us to simply focus on our own private needs, our own personal problems. So we need to try even harder now. But even if we are not attending synagogue because of COVID, this characteristic is not limited to prayer. And there are many ways we can express and invoke this now, I would say, especially now. Listen to this story. Rabbi Binyamin Kamenetsky was a great rabbi, a person who was able to be concerned with the needs of others alongside his own, a man of tremendous empathy and character. In his community, it happened that there was soon going to be a bar mitzvah. But unfortunately, this boy who was celebrating his bar mitzvah, unfortunately, recently his father had passed away. And not only that, but just weeks before his bar mitzvah, his mother became ill and she was in the hospital and she would not be able to attend either. So here you have a boy who is about to have a bar mitzvah. His father has passed away. His mother will not be present due to illness. Rabbi Kamenetsky went to visit this woman in the hospital. And she said to him something remarkable. She said to him, Rabbi, I want you to do me a favor. 
I do not want you to come to my son's bar mitzvah. Very shocking. Why should he not come? Of course he was planning to come. He was close. He asked her why. And she explained as follows. She said, I know that on the same Shabbos morning as my son's bar mitzvah, there is another bar mitzvah of a boy in his class in a different synagogue. And she said, I know that every rabbi in town will attend my son's bar mitzvah because he is an orphan with no father and because his mother also will not be present. Every rabbi in town is going to attend this bar mitzvah. But who's going to go to the other boy's bar mitzvah? Rabbi Kamenetsky, please do not come to my son's bar mitzvah. Go to the bar mitzvah of that other boy. That's an example of a woman who was enveloped in a terrible cloud of tragedy and suffering, and yet she was able to think, what's going to be with that other boy? That's the selflessness we are to invoke as an attribute of mercy when God asks us to act like a shliach tzibur, one who is leading the congregation, one who is praying on behalf of everyone's needs. Just like the shliach tzibur, the one leading the congregation on behalf of all of us, does not simply represent himself before God, but represents the entire community. That's what this woman was able to do. That is how we should invoke these 13 attributes of mercy, whether it is through prayer or in any other way of taking the concerns of others alongside our own. And we should think of that every time we pray in the plural, because most of our prayers are in the plural, including when we pray at home alone. We still pray to God to heal us, to save us, to redeem us, to provide for us, not just for me. We try to pray, even in private, like the Shliach Tzibur, like one who is praying on behalf of others. And training ourselves to do that is itself one of the goals of prayer and the lesson that we learn in how to serve God that comes directly from our worst mistake. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.